Hey Podnuts, Corey here from Instant House Call. Whether you're a break-fix tech who needs to provide remote support on demand without pre-installed software, or a managed service provider who wants to connect to unattended PCs anytime, Instant House Call makes remote support easy. I want to invite you to try Instant House Call free for yourself. Go to podnuts.com and click on the link in the show notes, then use the promo code PODNUTS. Instant House Call is the best remote support on earth. We can prove it. Try it free now and see for yourself. Hola mi gente, welcome to PodNuts Daily, episode 500, a show for computer repair techs by computer repair techs. I'm your host, Paco Lebron. PodNuts Daily is also brought to you by Clinic Carver, the image recovery tool for your fragmented images and video files. This is not your normal data recovery tool. All right, everyone, how is everyone doing? It is January 9th on my day here at 5.39 p.m. Um, Super random fact, that's actually the time that I was born, so eerie. But I hope everyone has had a great holiday um, and hoping they starting out a great new year. Um, We've been gone for a couple weeks. We're here back in the saddle trying to get everyone back on track. So uh, just a little bit about what's going on on my end. Um, we finished out December pretty, pretty rough. Um, it was actually a pretty rough month uh, for us over here, probably our slowest of the month. Um, took a lot of great uh, creativity to try and uh, get some things done in December. So gave me a lot of opportunity for professional development. It also gave me an opportunity to just really enjoy a lot of the things and really just think back at a lot of the stuff that has happened and just being able to gauge on how to go ahead into uh, 2018. One of the things that we ended up changing on our end at Prodigy Text was we actually edited our structured offerings. So what I mean by that is what we were trying to do was ensure that everyone had a particular plan as a managed survey. I'm sorry, a managed service. And what we were doing was I currently use Ninja RMM for my RMM platform. I use Malwarebytes uh, Cloud as my managed antivirus. Um, I'm using Ninja's patching, but I've gone back and forth on using theirs and Ninite um, just due to cost. Um, I have a pretty good deal with Ninite, but depending on the month, you know, just to make sure things are kind of uh, stretched out a little bit better, um, you know, I'll, I'll default to Ninja's uh, patch management, which is not that bad. It's actually worked out really well for what we needed it to do. And what we would do is we would basically assemble these together and essentially that would be our managed service um, for protecting a machine or machines for a particular business. Now, if they needed backup, we would offer Cloudberry, um, which everything is kind of done through Ninja. So we, I just pay one bill. Uh, with Ninja per month, and they give me Malwarebytes, they'll give me Cloudberry, along with the patching, along with the RMM as well. Now, 
what we would do is we would clump that all together and we would go ahead and create three tiers. Um, and the three tier factor was something that, you know, John Dubinsky has talked about quite a bit from the Maven group, um, taking a couple of the classes and workshops from my friend Victor Antonio over at the Sales Mastery Academy. Um, you know, just mentioning just psych- psych- psychologically, the th- three tiers just help that sale when it's visually made to you, um, along with Car- Carl Palachek on his book. Now, what, and I'll kind of allude into that uh, a little bit later. Now, what we were doing was we would go ahead and offer a 29, 49, and 79, and that's per workstation per month. And what we would do is we would throw our RMM in there and, you know, and all the stuff that I mentioned before. And the first tier basically is just a protection. And then they have to pay hourly for $150 an hour for our, um, and that's our business rate. Now, what we would also go ahead and do is if we were to go to the next tier, which was the $49 tier, uh, they would get uh, limited uh, remote and on the phone support. So I had to say limited because if I say unlimited, it's going to be every little thing. This kind of helps alleviate some of that. But essentially, it covered all labor done remotely and on the phone. If we needed to go on site, we would then go ahead and give them a discounted rate. And then we would go ahead and introduce uh, the next plan, which was 79 a month. That included backup. Now, the third tier, I've always kind of went back and forth with what do I include? What do I not include? Try and figure out what to take out. And it just uh, it just got confusing and it, it kind of got to a point where we just decided to settle on backup. Now, what we did was I actually did two things. And this is the reason why I changed uh, our entry level for our plan. Now, what I did was I eliminated our initial plan, which is the $29 per workstation. And now what I've gone ahead and done is offer clients to become a retainer client versus a managed service client. And what that's allowing me to do is basically sell prepaid blocks. Um, I know that uh, Lisa Hendrickson has mentioned this quite a bit before on selling prepaid blocks. Um, this is a, a big thing that a lot of people have done where the basically the concept of what you would do is you would have your hourly rate and you would lump that in for X amount of hours for a payment up front. And what that allows them to do is you uh, credit that on their account in your CRM system, such as Repair Shopper, or something similar. And then as you bill out these hours that you're doing work for them, you would go ahead and just um, knock out the invoices for every hour that they use. Once they start going low on their block, you would re- renew them, repurchase another 10 and kind of go from there. Now, the reason why I came up with this was for two reasons. One, um, there was a couple books that were suggested over in the computer repair podcast secret Facebook group. And my good friend, Tom Wilmot actually mentioned managed services in a month by Carl Palachek. And I've seen the book, you know, I, Carl is a, you know, a great speaker has a lot of great insight. I just didn't really think that this book would help me. Um, just because I had that, uh, concept of, Oh, I kind of know what, it is that needs to be done. But the fact that I had struggled the last half of the year 
um, trying to get this working, I basically figured I need to go ahead and just, you know, get whatever resources I can, start reading, start watching a lot of videos, start really figuring out what I need to do and start getting this back on track. And so I, I got the book actually for Christmas um, uh, and I started reading it. And I have to tell you, it's probably one of the best books that I've read for quite some time. It's very thin and it has a lot of great information. It's not a fluff book. It's actually telling you how to actually get into managed services in a month. Check, you know, step by step. How do you do it? This is what you need to do and so forth and so on. And what he brought up was retainer and being able to have them bill as a retainer really helps in with that ability of getting them into the managed services. So essentially you would just create your tiers, bill out the support, and then add in the security, add in the cloud, add in everything else later on. So what I decided to do is start selling uh, 10 hour blocks every quarter or every year, depending on how small the business is, um, which is an adjustment of what I learned from that book. And the reason why I decided to go with 10 is from listening to tech vets. And from anyone who hasn't uh, listened to tech vets in a while, they just released an episode uh, right before the year had let out. And Carrie and uh, Mike were kind of going back and forth because Mike, similar to me, has really experienced some issues. We've experienced some slowness with our business. And, you know, he was mentioning how his retainer agreement is six hours per quarter and it's basically two hours per month. And uh, Carrie had actually stated that why not go with 10? 10 makes sense to go ahead for your regular rate. And then if they want to purchase more, go ahead and discount it if you want. That really stuck with me from listening to Carrie. And I, I would really let a lot of people know to advise them to listen to that episode. It's a really good episode, especially the moment that uh, Carrie started talking about how he had a visit with his brother and there was a personal um, thing between the two, which kind of really hit home for me because it was a similar thing that happened on my end. Um, so, you know, Carrie Holzman, you know, appreciate you sharing that out on Tech Vets. And uh, something that I really did take to heart and that kind of just got my um, initial kick in the butt to really get this uh, up to date and going. So we updated our structured offerings and what I've done is I've raised our hourly rate at 165. So now my hourly rate is 165. If they want our last year's rate, it's going to be 150 and they have to purchase a block of 10. Now, the good thing about this is that I'm going to start doing this for everything. So if I have a project that's coming up, hey, you got to buy an, uh, a project, uh, a block of hours of 10 hours, and we're going to go ahead and see where we go from there and just start plotting it out. Because in reality, if you think about it, it's two and a half hours per month. And you go through that pretty fast. So um, I am proud to say that I actually closed my first retainer client um, this last week. And it was a great feeling that, you know, some things were picking up. We were really getting on. And I've just been, you know, like a pit bull with a baby, just really getting at it, going following up with a lot of my existing clients that did not want my managed services plan because of the security. And they felt that they were already had all that. Now I can provide them a package of support get some recurring income coming in as I adjust and really start offering some good stuff to them. 
Other thing I wanted to talk about was a, I learned a lot of stuff about Repair Shopper over the week and, uh, or sorry, over the last couple of weeks. And I put a poll out in the Computer Repair Podcast uh, Facebook group on what everyone was using as a CRM. And the reason why I put that out there is because I'm going to go, talking with John, um, when we went to the, our last convention uh, together, we roomed and we were talking about Repair Shopper. And he was telling me that how, you know, a lot of people, when we were just kind of together and, t- and talking with other techs, how I probably knew quite a bit than what a lot of the other uh, guys knew about Repair Shopper. And they feel like there's just so much to it and, you know, all kinds of things that could be done to it. And that kind of struck stuck with me to be able to provide you guys what I know and what I've done with my system and being able to figure out how I can translate that to you. So what I plan on doing is I'm going to coordinate with Jeff on getting a Facebook live slash Facebook video on just a AMA on repair shopper and figuring out, you know, what to do, best practices, um, questions on how to get something done. You know, those who are using it or started using it or feel like they want to do more with it. Um, this is going to give me an opportunity to help you guys out and, um, really help out those that are just trying to automate some stuff a little bit faster, more efficiently. Uh, I'm hoping this will provide some value to you guys. So keep on the lookout. We'll try and announce that in the group. If you're not part of the group already, um, we'll go ahead and um, uh, let everyone know via that uh, Facebook group. So if you haven't joined, definitely contribute to Jeff's uh, Patreon account over at the Computer Repair Podcast. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick break and go into our second sponsor, and that is Clinic Carver. Clinic Carver is the image recovery tool for your fragmented images and video files. Now, this isn't your normal data recovery tool. Now, what this tool does is basically allow for those that have specific um, specific file formats. So those that have JPEG, CRT, Canon raw images, Nikon raw images, certain MP4 video images files. And what this specifically does is it helps basically fix file systems that are damaged to an excess to an extent that basically there's no useful metadata in it. So basically you've had data recovery files where you've used a data recovery software, you've tried to pull some files off of it, you know, the folders, the files, the images are all just corrupted. Um, this specifically for those that have images where they're kind of like gray on the top or just shifted all over the place um, because you got bad data. And what this allows us to do is with Clinic Carver software, it examines the content on the media and then it tries to assemble the file from the respective fragments. So, you know, it's a long and complex uh, process, but basically it allows for a 10 to 20% improvement over any of the standard recovery uh, process. So, I mean, 10 to 20% improvement, if you can get a lot, uh, that just that chance of saving your client's photos, saving those video files that probably were kid memories, um, they were events of loved ones, vacations, things like that for a lot of our clients that are really helping out those that in any way, shape or form, this is a great software to kind of really think about and look into. Now, 
the cool thing about this is that Clinic Carver is in its early stages. Um, so they're looking into recalibrate recalibrating their uh, files so be, so they can have many variations of the file formats that are diff that are used by different cameras. So what they're doing is they're looking to have samples and they're looking to even possibly do the data recovery for you. So for those that are uh, data recovery technicians who have you know seemingly unrecoverable cases of memory cards or fragmented video samples. They would love to have that over. And in exchange um, for not having not to pay or for you not to have to pay for a technician license, they are willing to do an exchange of the free license key along with the free recovery. That's a great deal if you ask me. So if you're interested, click on the link in the show notes, find out more from the team over at Clinic Carver. Um, they will have that link there to their ticketing system, submit a ticket, let them know how you can help out and they would appreciate that. And we thank Clinic Carver for being a, an additional sponsor for Podnuts Daily. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and read an email. First email says I've taken over the show and we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Uh, email starts off as hello, Paco. I love your show and have been following all your podcasts. You co-host and this one referring to my computer business podcast and the computer business marketing. And I appreciate that, Edward. I'm based in the UK and just starting out and have a f handful of clients, mainly seniors. I would like to find out how I can collect their reviews since Google wants them to have an account and use their full names. Please advise on that. Keep up the good work and God richly bless you. Merry Christmas. Edward, thank you for that. I uh, hope your Christmas was well um, and hope that you are killing it this new year. Um, now, so as far as um, as far as gr getting uh, reviews, what I have done is see you have a little bit of a different uh, uh, situation here. Um, what you need to do is. What I personally use for my Google reviews is I use a company or a website called grade.us, U-S, and what that basically allows you to do is you can create a custom link that allows the user to just click on, and it'll go directly to your review page, and it will pop up to you know start a five-star review. It will let you go ahead and... Um, let them go ahead and basically jump right into the review system of Google. Um, I don't know how you can get around the fact of not having a Gmail account. Um, I would imagine since you're dealing with seniors, they're going to have a majority of AOL accounts and so forth. So it's going to be a little bit tough. Um, what I can suggest to you is possibly creating uh, the Gmail accounts for them to be able to write those reviews. Um, if you absolutely want them on Google, what you can also do is you can probably, and I know this probably is not going to be the greatest thing to do, um, but you can always try and see if they're willing to go ahead and just uh, provide a video testimonial if you would, or if they're willing, to, if they are willing for you to record them. Um, they may be okay with that. They may not. Um, the other thing that you could probably do is take down their testimonials have them email it to you. And what you can do is some cool things where um, Canva or another image creation tool. And what you can do is basically create these cool images for testimonials and upload them as images in Google, images in Yelp, 
images in um, your even your website. And that will give it a kind of a more of a creative, so it doesn't really stick out as a fake uh, review. Um, that and I, the reason why I say fake review is because me personally, you know, if I go to someone's website and they have testimonials, I have no way to really verify that, which is why I love to Google and I love Yelp reviews. Let me rephrase that. Oh, I almost slipped. I like Google reviews. Yelp reviews are necessary. Don't like Yelp. Um, and that's how I can kind of get around that to post those images for those reviews. Um, that's kind of what the suggestions I have for you, uh, Edward. Um, for anyone else, if you have some suggestions, definitely email the show, uh, podnutsdaily at podnuts.com. And definitely let me uh, know if you have an alternative solution or um, if you want to go ahead and let us know how you are getting reviews over on Google. Um, Edward, uh, hopefully that helped you out. Oh, also, um, another thing you can try too is with a lot of seniors, they're probably on Facebook and they're for their, you know, grandsons and their kids to see pictures. That's also something you could probably do, um, as well, because if they add your reviews on Facebook, when someone does a Google search for you, it'll actually say, uh, X amount of reviews and it'll say Facebook. And they can actually click on that and see what the reviews are for your Facebook page on a Google search. So something to think about. Um, like I said, calling out for the audience, see if you guys can help us out, see how you guys are doing and collecting your reviews. All right. So the next part I'm going to talk about is uh, kind of about trying to figure out how to find your ideal customer. Now, you've heard us beat this dead horse over and over and over again. How do you find your ideal customer? How do you find your avatar? And how do you decide on a niche? Now, this has always been something with me, and I'm going to try and focus more on how do you create your ideal customer? Because that's been something that I've been trying to figure out the last couple of weeks. And in my head, and I think this is kind of what's been really said to a lot of people um, or what a lot of us have said to our audience is figuring out your ideal customer is figuring out type of industry, how many set of people, so forth and so on. And it's always difficult for me to just pick one and stick with it because I love I, I like working with law firms, but they're not my first choice. I love working with smaller businesses, but they may not be able to afford the support. So it's kind of hard to figure out what I want to do. And so what I did was I was actually watching uh, one of Robin Robin's uh, YouTube videos, and she made a very good point on not only do you have to understand your ideal avatar, ideal customer what they do, what their duties are, et cetera. But what's their psycho like their psychology? What is their what is their mental output, their view on just them as a person? Who do you really want to work with? And it kind of stuck with me where an avatar doesn't have to be an industry. It doesn't have to be a t a, a, a this thing of a business. It can actually be the type of person. Um, and how that person is someone that is maybe mal-mannered or a mild-mannered, um, you know, very outspoken, you know, it just depends on who your type of person is. Now, for me, I want to find someone that is so frustrated with their business and just 
adding IT is just another item for them to worry, deal with. They want a, they want a worry-free IT. I want a customer that wants to just throw everything of IT to me, not deal with it, give them my profile, their executive summaries, just so that they know that everything is up and up and everything is good. That's the type of customer that I want. I also want a customer that's going to be able to really just know that A, we're taking care of them, but we're also taking it a piece off their plate and they feel like they're being more productive. Being more productive means more dollars into their system uh, or into their business. Hopefully that it's going to bring up their revenue and more money makes everyone happy. And a big thing that... um again, my friend Victor Antonio tends to say is there is the value trinity is what he calls it. When you walk into a business, you want to do one, if not all three things, if you can with your services. You want to help them increase revenue. You want to help reduce cost and you want to help them expand market share, aka help them scale, help them build. So that is something that I want you guys to really think about is how do you figure out um just how to help your customer, you know, and what type of customer do you want? Do you want a customer that semi knows what he, they're doing and, you know, they're just smart enough to be dangerous to be able to help you out? Or do you want someone that's just going to go ahead and just say, you know what, I can't deal with this. This is all you. I don't really want to go with it. Let's just move forward from there. And that's kind of what I want. I want that client that is going to trust me fully, n have no time for, um, the uh, IT portion of their business, and we're helping them do their job and be more productive uh, moving forward from there. All right, guys, the only other thing I wanted to add on was a really cool thing that I found um, is uh, Netgear has this 4G LTE modem, and you can throw in a SIM card on this thing. And what's really cool about it is that it will actually provide 4G LTE modem or um, data that will allow for um internet so for those that have clients um that you know just need to be up right away and cannot afford to just leave or do anything um what's cool about this is it will allow you to just flip over temporarily put that 4g lte modem in place and get them back online for let's say 24 hours because comcast won't be able to get there until the morning Cool thing about this is it's an upsell opportunity. You're getting the person when they're in there when they have that pain um, of what's going on with the internet being down, and it's not a service that you can provide to your client or an additional on-site, whether it's after hours or however you want to play it, being able to bring in another revenue stream. So um, I did pick this up on a uh, MSP webinar um, that Stephen Taylor or Steve Taylor actually holds on YouTube. So uh, big shout out to him for having that uh, MSP um, tech, uh, business owner uh, talking about my digital shield and how he planned to use some of the um, the dual internets to in case a client is down. All right, everyone. Uh, that's pretty much it. You can find me on Twitter, on Shytech CEO, or on LinkedIn. Um, if you guys would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at guest at podnuts.com. I want to thank our sponsors, Instant House Call and Clinic Carver, for this episode of Podnuts Daily. Don't forget, if you need business paperwork to get you started in your computer repair business, then check out the link for Tech Nibble Computer Business Kit.
over at podnuts.com slash deals. Help support the Podnuts Network by giving a dollar a month through our subscribe button over at podnuts.com. Or as I mentioned before, uh, we're really uh, getting some good steam over on the uh, secret Facebook group for the Computer Repair Podcast. Um, Feel free to go ahead and contribute over to them as well. Uh, Patreon.com slash Computer Repair Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening and subscribing to the show and see you next time on Podnuts Daily. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.